This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. I'm your host, Jeff Quick. I'm excited about our show today. We'd like to welcome our co-host, Tony Shore. All right. Well, Jeff, this is going to be a great show. I know you've got a good one lined up. And, you know, usually we're dealing with Jeff Foley or both Jeffs. Today we get Jeff Quick, right? That's correct. Flying solo today, Tony. All right. Well, that's awesome. I know uh, you guys have been really busy and it's good to be here with you today. So what are we talking about on today's show, Jeff? Well, Tony, now that the holidays are behind us and Happy New Year, by the way, yeah, uh, it's time to begin looking ahead to 2023. And it's really the perfect time to take a look back at how you spent your money in 2022, where your financial strategy currently stands, and define a few goals you may have for 2023. Yeah, that's that's important. It's not, number one, it's important to have goals, obviously. And I, I know that I like to set goals. I don't like to call them resolutions. I like to call them goals. And I think that's a, that's a big difference, right? I mean, I, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, that that's, that's huge. And, uh, you know, there's no place I'd rather spend 2023 than right here with you, Jeff, you know, that <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself, Tony. <laughs> well, and you, you've told me this before you've said, uh, sometimes a couple of small tweaks to your overall financial strategy can make a world of difference, right? So uh, I imagine when it comes to stabilizing your path to a comfortable retirement, uh, that really rings true and you should be working with somebody like yourself. Well, absolutely. And small changes can make a huge difference over different periods of time. So there's a few things that uh, you can definitely do to ramp up your retirement plan and put yourself on a pathway to success. Excellent. So uh, how can we do that? You know, Tony, one of the first things and simplest things an individual can do is just ramp up those contributions to your retirement plan. If you have a stable job, good cash flow, 2023 may be the perfect year to start maxing out your tax deferrals. It adds uh, to that federal uh, retirement contribution limits. Those have increased now this year. Uh, folks uh, like yourself, Tony, 50 and older, <laughs> will be able to contribute $30,000 uh, in 2023 to a workplace plan like a 401k or a 403b. Wow. Now, so they've really increased, that they, the, they've increased to how much you can contribute. I like that. Yeah, correct. They're giving us a little more uh, leeway along us to, to uh, catch up uh, in a more timely and quick fashion uh, than they have in the past. The only thing that you'll want to keep an eye on is you want to make sure you do have enough income to do that uh, because the that strategy and contributing to these accounts, remember some of this money may be tied up for years. So you want to make sure you really have that available. And if you do, and you're at a point in your career where you're likely making close to your maximum salary 
and you also happen to live in a high tax state, the potential tax breaks you may get from maxing out your deferrals could make a real difference uh, in your overall plan. Well, yeah, I mean, making sure that you're contributing enough to those retirement accounts without jeopardizing your ability to pay your bills or maintain your current lifestyle, that is a really important balancing act. And that's why making sure that balance is correct is just another reason to work closely with a financial services professional like yourself. I mean, my wife and I struggled with that balancing act, figuring out, okay, how much can we contribute? How much do we need? And it really helps to work with a financial advisor. Well, 100%. And you also want to make sure you do have some uh, additional cash set aside for any small emergencies that that may pop up as well. So make sure all your ducks are, are in a row there. For sure. So what's next? You know, another great thing people can do is go back and review your charitable contributions. Uh, it's one of the most obvious places for tax deductions, yet many people fail to take full advantage of the potential charitable deductions uh, that are available. They don't either, they either don't get the full deduction because they simply take the standard deduction or because they're making their contributions from the incorrect pool of money. Um, more than 80% of Americans actually use the standard deduction. But again, there are other options out there, some of which may be a better fit for your needs. Those who are at least 70 and a half may donate as much as $100,000 from an IRA, and that contribution does not count as income. Uh, furthermore, donating appreciated assets like stocks may create an additional deduction and may even help you avoid the capital gains taxes you'd be facing if you simply sold that asset off. Wow. Okay. That's a good one. I like that strategy. I mean, the fact that 80% of Americans do rely on the standard deduction, at least according to the article you mentioned, that's surprising to me though, because I mean, not that there's anything wrong with the standard deduction, but I would have thought more people would work with their financial services professional and tax professional to utilize a strategy that's going to work better for their individual circumstance. Well, absolutely, Tony. And one of the things that people do, if you're like a lot of people out there, Tony, they walk into their tax preparer here anytime over the next couple of months, and they'll hand them a stack of papers, a folder, a box full of receipts, and they'll prepare their income taxes for them. And at the end, they have a number they're either getting as a refund or a number they have to pay in. So it really pays to do some proactive tax planning to see if there are additional tax deductions you may be missing out on, things you can do for the upcoming uh, tax year for 2023 that can make a real difference. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's huge. It, it, you, it really pays to work with somebody who has the big picture and can work alongside your tax professional, a uh, financial advisor. Again, that's huge. What's next? You know, uh, the next potentially important item for 2023 on your financial to-do list, uh, especially for a business owner, uh, creating a retirement plan if you haven't already done so. I mean, according to the Service Corps of Retired Executives, 54% uh, of American small business owners are 50 or older. Uh, many people that are self-employed may not even realize that they have access to a formal retirement plan like a traditional or Roth IRA, uh, simplified employee pension plan, otherwise known as a SEP IRA. 
Plans like these are potentially beneficial because they may provide a powerful combination of retirement savings and tax savings. And again, a conversation with your financial services professional uh, may present even more options than those I just mentioned, especially if you have some employees. You could consider other things such as a simple IRA, uh, the SEP IRA I mentioned, or even a 401k plan that allows for additional uh, tax deductions potentially. Wow. So it's not hard to see a scenario there where somebody who is self-employed or building a business gets so caught up in what they need to do day to day that they may forget about preparing for their own retirement. So it's good to know that there are solid options out there. I'm glad you pointed those out. Absolutely. So then, you know, some other just real simple things that people can do, uh, not only to increase tax deductions, increase retirement savings, but there's always opportunities out there to reduce your costs, which would then, of course, lead to additional uh, money you could then uh, invest or save. One of the simplest way to reduce costs um, is to actually look at some of the subscriptions that you may have. Now, newspapers, I mean, I don't know about you, but I have Netflix, oh, I yeah. have, uh, yeah. uh, what do you know, it's HBO, I have oh, yeah. uh, Disney for the kids, yeah, all of Disney these things, Plus, right? Netflix, yeah. The yeah, whole, Spotify, whole you know, all yeah. this stuff that you go and, you know, it starts off small, you know, $5 a month, $7 uh-huh. a month. Well, as time goes by, those can really add up. And if you sit down and take a look at them, write them down, I think a lot of people would be surprised at the amount of money they're paying for subscription services and as well as the amount of those services they may not even be utilizing anymore. Yeah. At one point in time, my wife and I, I've mentioned this before, I think, on the show, but at one point in time, my wife and I, we have three kids. When the five of us were all here, we had nine TV subscription services. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have cable at that point. And it was still cheaper than we had been paying at cable, but it was a lot, right? So um, it it was crazy. And we weren't using all of them. So we uh, unsubscribed to a number of them. But so many things nowadays are subscription-based. So it goes on our credit card. We don't notice every month. You got to look through that credit card bill, right, once in a while or your bank statement to see where those charges are going and what they are. Absolutely. I mean, people don't do that anymore. You pay your credit card bill. A lot of things are so automated. Uh, you don't catch them. A lot of people don't balance their checkbooks. You know, people probably don't. Some people don't even know what checkbooks are anymore, Tony. But uh, yeah, if you true. if you don't balance that checkbook like we used to on a monthly basis, you notice these things. But now they just simply keep piling up and become more and more, and we just accept it. And it's really something people should review uh, on an annual basis, at least. Sure. So what's what's another way we can improve our finances in 2023? Yeah, the next potentially beneficial way to uh, enhance your strategy for 2023, consider whether or not you're experiencing what I refer to as lifestyle creep, right? For example, when you're just starting out in your career, money may have been tighter than it is now. I know when I first was uh, married, my wife and I would would save up all week just so we could go out for a Friday night dinner. That was our treat to ourselves, right? As you get older, your con- career continues to grow. Hopefully, you're making more and more money. You, you start to not be conscious of the changes that you've made uh, in your lifestyle. You may have stopped clipping coupons. Uh, 
you know, you don't consider the cost of goods as much. There's generally isn't a noticeable difference between name brand butter and store brand butter, for example. But, you know, there's absolutely no difference. So be conscious of some of these things so you don't uh, get setbacks on the on the basics this year. When yeah. you shop, do simple things. Compare prices, you know, coupons, pay attention at the checkout counter, um, you know, consider buying in bulk, you know, through Costco or Sam's. There's things you can do to reduce your, you know, your regular costs. Yeah, we get, as we get older or we start earning a little money, we stop paying attention to the little things, but they really do add up and sometimes they can become big things. You have to stay on top of where you're at. And, you know, I, I've found that I'm not a person who can go to the store without a list because sure. I'll just, uh, what I have to do is I'll, I'll spend too much and I'll see everything I want, throw it in the cart. Uh, my wife won't let me go to the store without a list anymore. So I go with a list and I stick to the list no matter what. That's the thing. And that, that helps me avoid all those impulse buys. Yeah, it's great. Avoid the impulse buys, avoid overbuying wasting food. So there's a number of things like that uh, you, you can definitely do. Um, the biggest one for me, though, Tony, and at Paladin, we focus on this annually with all our clients. Consider a Roth conversion. Uh, with IRA and 401k balances struggling because of the recent market declines, 2023 may be the perfect year to finally take the plunge and do a Roth conversion. Uh, this may be a particularly wise move for folks who haven't filed for Social Security, who aren't yet subject to required minimum distributions. While you'll have to pay more uh, in income taxes on the money you convert, it may be a good time to do that conversion because the price of a lot of people's assets has declined by 10, 15, 20 percent over the past year. Yeah, and Roths are just uh, amazing as a financial vehicle, uh, a tool for people to use for tax-free income in retirement, right? And uh, there are so many advantages, and I know both you and uh, the other Jeff, uh, my two Jeffs, as I call call you, um, have talked about this, but are there any potential downsides to a Roth conversion? Yeah, absolutely. The largest of which is just uh, that m amount you convert uh, convert could lead to a large tax bill. Uh, additionally, you must reach 59 and a half, keep your money in your new Roth IRA for at least five years before beginning any tax-free withdrawals. Like many other financial tools or options, Roth conversions can be a great move for some folks and the wrong move for others. Walk through all the benefits drawbacks with your financial services professional and just make sure it's right for you. Right. I, I think that's uh, really key and very important. Uh, and a quick Google search uh, may make something like a Roth conversion seem like the perfect solution you've been waiting for, but you do not want to do this without working with a financial professional like yourself, Jeff, uh, because you want to look at your situation and see what the downsides would be. Uh, which isn't to say they'll necessarily talk you out of it or you'd talk them out of it, but uh, you can just give people a fuller picture before they make a final decision, right? Yeah, correct. And and keep in mind, this is really a tax decision that fits into the overall financial picture, but you're going to want to run this by a tax professional, which we have access to through our office, uh, so we can make sure you're making the proper decision with regards to your income taxes. Sure. So what's next? 
Well, another idea is opening a line of credit this year. Uh, it could be particularly beneficial in times of economic volatility like we're seeing now. It could help you if you experience job loss, uh, unexpected expenses. In this scenario with a line of credit, you may not have to sell an important asset at a reduced price to quickly make ends meet, so you've got that there just in case you need it. Uh, of course, you always want to maintain adequate cash reserves. This may help you through some unexpected expenses and financial challenges. The reality is that not everyone's able to do that, uh, but a line of credit you know, could help, and it definitely shouldn't be used to pay for a lifestyle you wouldn't otherwise be able to afford. So it's a good idea to have it. You just want to make sure you're utilizing that uh, in in the rare instance that you need it for the right reason. Sure, sure. And I, I think that makes perfect sense. And you need to be wary with credit, especially uh, with high interest rates, credit card bills and credit card debt. And I know you've talked about that before, uh, but that's another thing uh, our listeners should avoid, isn't it? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll touch on that uh, a little bit. You know, one of the things too you mentioned. You know, the news. There's a lot of stuff taking place right now. Uh, financial news, right? Inflation and market ups and downs. You know, uh, plenty of headlines here over 2022, and I see that you know continuing through 2023. However, you shouldn't let the news stories you know knock you off your path and your financial plan. Yeah. So pay attention, but don't focus on it too much. You know, stick with your plan and you will be successful. Okay. So you said you wanted to get back to credit card debt as, as well. What about that? Yeah. You know, Tony, a lot of people, I did this when I was young, if I'm being honest, you, you get a credit card, you know, you run up the balance a little bit. And one of the worst habits you can have then is only paying the minimum on those credit cards. It's a really bad financial habit to get into. A large credit card balance can quickly eat up your cash. Uh, the average analyzed interest rate, annualized interest rate on credit cards as of October 2022 was 18.9%. Wow. So just imagine an issuer is simply carrying a balance by requiring a minimum payment of a mere 1% of your balance or $25, whichever is bigger. If you just ring up $1,000 worth of charges in a month, Tony, and uh, I've been known to do a little bit more than that sometimes, and uh, go on to only pay the minimum, it will take you more than nine years and $2,000 to pay off the balance. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, credit uh, card debt, I mean, it's jumped to 13% just in the second quarter of 22 alone compared to a year earlier. The biggest yearly increase in the last 20 years, according to the Federal Reserve Bank of New yeah, York. Yeah, some cards are at 24 and 25% now. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. So uh, I think that's a, a good tip to end the show on. It's been a really good one. Um, you know, I think you need to be uh, really aware of these things. Is there anything else you want to add before we say goodbye? You know, I would just say uh, if you'd like to talk about your 2023 financial goals, your financial strategy, and your retirement aspirations, you can go to our website, www.financialpaladin.com, or call our office, schedule a time to come in and meet with us. We can be reached at 651 842 
888-888-8406. And we love to discuss how we might be able to answer some of your questions, address your concerns, and get you on the right track for a successful 2023. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host today, Jeff Quick. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.